to Money Purpose Live. Money Purpose is a series of interviews with over 20 experts that have mastered tools and strategies which led them to their financial success. What wealth creators, fire experts, money coaches have done differently to have the right money mindset and create more money during COVID-19. In this series, you will gain the most relevant insights and strategies to help you pivot or thrive through current challenging times. The Money Purpose series was created by Blossom Media Studio to empower you to take control of your finances. Now let's get right into it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Money Purpose series. Today we have Cherry Tung. Cherry is a business coach for nine to five employees, a corporate accountant at a global tech company, and an ex-Big Four auditor. She became a millionaire at the age of 24 by creating 16 streams of income. She's also created her own YouTube channel on personal finances, specifically dividend investing. Her mission is to help 9 to 5 employees achieve their financial goals through building additional income streams by building their own coaching business. Let's welcome Cherry to today's episode and let's get right into it. Thank you so much for coming on our Money Purpose TV series and sharing us your wisdom and having money chat with me today. Love talking about money. Yes. Um, so for our audience that haven't been following Cherry, still have nine to five, but she also a YouTuber. She's also a coach who teaches people to uh, find the option of quitting their nine to five and build the side hustle for them. Um, I've been following her journey for a while. She is a true hustler. She is so young, but yet has so much wisdom. And I'm so glad that we were able to connect and record this series for you guys today. Well, since I've been following your journey for a while, but I still want you to share with our audience a little bit more about your journey of financial literacy and success for you to get to where you at and what it took. Yeah, of course. Um, so let's get a little back, um, a little background about me. You can probably see it from this video. I'm Asian, and growing up in an Asian household, we always like had a lot of emphasis on money, but it was more saving money and not really investing money. And so growing up, I just had this major scarcity mindset, thinking that you know the only way to build wealth is through, is through saving. And then my path has also been like very, you know, typical, um, get good grades, get a good job. So I went to USC for the School of Accounting and then graduated, got the internship at the Big Four firm and then got the full-time offer at the Big Four firm, started my career as a Big Four auditor. So it was very finance, accounting, money-driven. But then I start to realize that, hey, like just getting this job does not mean I'm going to, you know, all of a sudden become financially free. In my mind, when I was growing up, it was almost like a fairy tale, right? Like you get good grades, you get a good job and your life is complete. But then even when I landed that job, I was like, hey, my life is not complete. I, I was in LA, I am still in LA, but I was making 59K a year. 
And to me, like maybe to some people, they're like, oh, this is like decent money. But to me, I'm like, there's no way that I can buy a house within like five years with 59K salary, especially in LA, because all the houses are like 1 million plus. And so I thought to myself, hey, like something is not aligned here. What can I do to fix it? And so um, at that time, I've been making YouTube videos for like three, four years already. I started in college. And so as I graduated the first year of working, I think that was like my fourth year of making YouTube videos. I graduated in three and a half years. And then so on the fourth year, I started thinking to myself, hey, is there any way for me to really start making money? Is there any way for me to monetize my YouTube channel and have additional income streams? And that was the moment that was kind of like the start of my personal finance journey and learning about the fire movement and all that. That was the start when I was like, hey, one stream of income is not enough. And I also don't want my only stream of income to depend on someone else. I want to have control over my own financial situation. I want to have control over my own income streams. So that was the time when I decided to really actively seek for ways to create even more income streams. So fast forward to today, that was a super long story, but fast forward to today, I'm a personal finance YouTuber focused on dividend investing. I am also a wealth coach focused on serving other nine to five employees on how they can develop additional income streams. And I also have, um, in total, I have 16 streams of income. And of course, a nine to five, I'm still working my nine to five job. And I want to set myself as an example for other nine to five employees that it's possible to have it all. And it's possible to build additional income streams while you're still at your nine to five so that you can achieve work optional. Like you don't have to quit your job if you don't have to, but then, or if you don't want to, but then you have the option of quitting. If let's say you're getting treated poorly at work, let's say there is like, office politics, anything that is not desirable that you don't agree with that does not align with your ethics, you have the option of yeah. quitting. Yeah, no, that's great. And I love your passion when you talk about and you put your words into the action first and you give updates on YouTube weekly, I believe, um, on your yeah. dividend investing mm -hmm. and can like others do it as well. And mm -hmm. actually we didn't talk about, but you are very actually young. How old are yes, you, if you don't I mind am. me asking? I'm 24 years old right now, turning 25. I want to really walk mm -hmm. back to that you mentioned that you grew up in an Asian family and obviously with the mm -hmm. mindset like you just have to study hard, work really hard and then mm -hmm. get the job. And yeah. so what is the one mindset thing that you have to switch mm -hmm. from that you learn from your parents to mm -hmm. get to where you're at right now? Yeah, so one thing that my parents taught me constantly was, you know, be frugal, save money, don't spend too much. And what that says, that is just an example of having the scarcity mindset. And like, I'm not gonna hide the fact that my parents, they both are very successful in their career. So it's not like they're poor or anything, but then they still had a lot of scarcity mindset. And there's, you know, a lot of times when they could have had something better, but they chose not to because that is how they were brought up. So um, my parents' parents, so my grandparents are not well off. Um, so my parents have struggled growing up and them, like they made a living, they made um, businesses happen for themselves. So they definitely, you know, put a lot of blood, sweat, cheers, hard work into um, their current lifestyle. So they definitely have a different way of living, but then translate to how I was taught. I was also very very uh i had a heavy scarcity mindset i always wanted to save and um when i quit my first job at the big four accounting firm i actually had such low self-esteem at the time because i tied 100 percent of my self-worth to my job at the time mm. and so because i had such low self-esteem and i also you know was hardcore trying to save money save for a down payment to buy a house in west l.a 
I decided to live in my car to save money instead of getting wow. myself an apartment. And, and it's like unheard of because at that time, I definitely had enough money to get myself an apartment. I can get myself a mansion if I wanted to, like to, to rent a mansion. But I decided not to because first of all, I had really, really low self-esteem. And second of all, I, I was like majorly um, in that scarcity mindset. And the major shift that happened during that time was when I was just like, you know, zipped up in my sleeping bag. Um, it's within like the colder months in LA. So I was just like in a parking lot and I was zipped up inside my sleeping bag and just, you know, pondering about my life every single day because there's like literally no distraction. There's only so much you can fit inside a car. There's no, um, there's no distraction. So I did a lot of self-reflection and I was thinking to myself, is that life? Like, do I really mm -hmm. want to live life like this? Like with so much scarcity mindset and, yeah. you know, limiting things are limiting me. And I'm basically limiting myself because it's not like I cannot afford a better lifestyle. It's not that I can't afford a comfortable lifestyle, but it's me who's limiting myself and thinking that I don't deserve better. Mm -hmm. And so that was also the time when I decided that enough is enough. I have to stop tying my self-worth to something I can't control, which is, you know, my job. The nature of having a job is, is not fully under your control. Yeah. The nature of having a salary is also that's not fully under your control. The contracts we sign, they're at will. Companies can fire you if they want to. They don't have to, you know, give you that months advance of notice mm -hmm. they can fire you if they want to and so i decided to really build my own identity from that point on and start having a more abundance mindset than before before it was scarcity and after living in my car which is ironic because that's like you know the deepest the deepest dark place that you can be after being in that situation i realized that i should have more of an abundance mindset mm. instead of just trying to save save and save and you were really young and you live in a car in LA? Yes, oh in LA. God. It was scary. <laughs> I, I have to say it was scary. I was constantly like, I couldn't have deep sleep because I was constantly worried that someone's going to, you know, knock on my car door yeah. or do something sketchy. Like I was really scared. But at that time I was just trying so hard to save for a down payment in LA. Cause wow. like all my life I I've been moving a lot with my parents and I haven't really had my own home. Like before I was, you know, living in dorms and whatnot. That's not my home. And then after graduation, I, um, rented apartments, but that's also not something that I owned. Yeah. Like I did not feel rooted. And so I had that deep desire, that psychological need to buy myself a home mm. just so I feel more grounded, rooted, just so I feel like I have a home. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. But yeah. you are very determined and you really wanted to achieve what you needed and you actually took time to self-reflect. Well, even during a pandemic time where we all locked down at home, we don't yeah. spend too much time of reflecting and looking within ourselves. Speaking of pandemic, uh, maybe you can share with the audience, what is the one money habit that you had to change during mm. this time and how that affect you financially? Mm. So the one habit that I changed actually has nothing to do with spending. I actually started my business in the middle of the pandemic. So before COVID, I actually did not have a coaching business and um, it was right in the middle of covid when i decided to launch my coaching business and just to see how it goes like i had no expectations i had no idea what to like expect before that i had an online course but you know online courses kind of passive you're not there actually coaching the other person so it's a really different setup and you also don't you know actively participate in the selling because it's kind of you know all on the website mm -hmm. and people can buy if they want to you don't really you know interact with them on that 
intimate of a basis. But then, yeah, I started my coaching business in the middle of COVID because, again, don't need to commute anymore with the pandemic. People are working from home. And I was like, hey, I have some extra time in my hands. Might not, why, like, why don't I... Um, make use of some of this time. And so I started my business and within 19 days of launching my coaching program, I've hit 10K within wow. those 19 days in sales. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is just so unexpected. I did not expect this at all, but this means that this is something that, you know, I can do. And because coaching, the nature of coaching is that it's a, also a very high ticket um, program, a high ticket industry, a high ticket business. I realized that, hey, why don't I teach this skill to other nine to five employees? Mm -hmm. So right now in the back end, I'm actually developing an online course. So I'm able to teach this skill to other nine to five employees to teach them how they can do the same while working their nine to five. Because keep in mind that I've always had a nine to five. Like I've never gone without a job. I've never gone, you know, just full-time entrepreneurship. It's always been with a nine to five. Mm. And I realized that a lot of nine to five employees, they have the dream of starting their own business, but they're not ready to quit. A lot of people, they're like, I don't, I don't want to lose that stable paycheck. I right. don't want to lose that financial security. Right. I don't want to lose like this comfort that I'm currently having and I'm scared. And the reason why they're so scared is because they feel like they have to let go of something. Yeah. They feel like they have to let go of their nine to five they have to let go of their career, but then they don't have to. Like you can have both. And that is what I'm developing behind the scenes, this online course I'm developing. And um, this is like, long story short, this is what has changed during the pandemic. Wow. So you actually pivoted during pandemic rather than yeah. trying to, again, have a scarcity mindset and worried mm -hmm. or stop spending. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, so what would you say that one financial or money habit that con you consistently doing that it's mm -hmm. still happening during pandemic and it will never change because that's the basic of what you believe about money mm -hmm. invest um, something that I continuously do is invest and it comes in many forms I have invested a lot in the past already so like investing in the stock market that's very basic I have a dividend challenge which I share on my YouTube channel I invest at least $200 every single week into my dividend investing portfolio uh, via M1 Finance and I have a lot of tutorials on there a lot of videos showing how I invest those $200 into which stocks and how they perform and um, I also have a growth portfolio that I also invest in especially heavily during the pandemic and um i have i think around 26 or 27 percent year-to-date gains for my growth portfolio and um another form of investing is investing in myself mm -hmm. so i also invest in a lot of self-education courses coaches i actually just enrolled in another uh, coaching program and that is just for me to become an even better coach and so i can transfer this knowledge to my clients and um another form of investing is of course my home so mm -hmm. i actually bought my home after you know those terrible times of living in my car and having that self-realization yes. moment and self-reflection moment i actually ended up really buying my home so this is where i'm at today living in my home and so investing has always been a consistent theme in various different forms mm -hmm. but um investing is definitely you know a core part of the way i manage my own finances Wow, I love it. And I just so glad that you brought it up because a lot of us don't think of it as 
at young age you should start investing you know a lot of us think of well investing is 401k and when you get to work then you invest and the company just manage it no like you can be an active investor and especially with nowadays what make generation z is so different from boomers is you have access freaking on your phone and i know one thing that you always talk about is automate things right so you don't yes. have to worry about constantly checking it so mm-hmm. um, i love that and well, you share a lot already about your relationship with money and just your money mindset, but how you don't become a slave to money. This is going to be super counterintuitive. And for those of you who are like hardcore savers and frugal people, you might disagree with this, but I'm just going to say it. The key thing is to let go. I feel like a lot of people, they're so attached to the mm. the thought of holding on to money. And in my opinion, holding on to money is like holding on to sand, right? The harder you hold, the more it slips out. And what happens when you are trying so hard to hold on money is that you miss out on investment opportunities. And this investment opportunity can be in the form of stock market, real estate, or even investing in yourself, right? Yeah. So the more you try to hold on to money and hoard on to money, the more you're basically telling yourself that you don't deserve more in life, that you only deserve what you currently have. And a lot of the times in order for you to see a return, in order for you to see, you know, exponential return or just any return more than what you currently have is for you to actually let go of money first, to put money into things that are worth investing in order for you to see the return. But when you're in such a scarcity mindset, if you're just constantly trying to save money, when you're constantly trying to, you know, penny pinch and spend money on, let's say, cutting coupons, it's hard for you to, you know, dedicate time or energy or even resources and like money into the actual worthwhile investments in your Mm -hmm. life. And this is also something that I'm currently working on too, because all my life, I've been trained to live frugally, to be kind of cheap, <laughs> crazy cheap Asian. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that that's a hashtag that I used. And I was like, hey, this is like me because um, all my life, I've been trained how to save, how to save, how to save. But then it really will make a difference when you invest in yourself. And um, another side note is that when I was living in my car, when I was in such a deep scarcity mindset, I think a point of that, like within the time period when I was living in my car, I actually put $2,000 into an online course. Mm. And I know a lot of people are going to hear that and go like, oh my gosh, are you crazy? You're homeless. You're living in your car and you just put $2,000 into an online course. But then to me, that was also just a huge mindset shift and tipping point in my life because I realized that, hey, by investing into this course, it's not just about what is in that course, but also proving to myself that I'm worth it. I'm mm. worth the investment. I'm worth putting money into myself. So it's just letting go is like the biggest money secret that I have found. I know you have 16 streams of income. Maybe you can share with some of our audience how they can improve their finances by you know increasing their side hustle and something that they can do during time like such as right now is pandemic mm-hmm. the number one thing is to improve your skill set because there's only so much that you can save you cannot save more than let's say the most you can save is 100 percent of your paycheck i don't know how someone can do that maybe yeah. they you know have someone to buy all their you know stuff and living expenses cover all their living expenses but there's only so much that you can save and so it's really important for you to work on your skill set and every single income stream that i currently have it takes me a lot of time effort and resources to maintain so for example for my youtube channel let's just say that's one of my income streams I wouldn't be able to grow it to right now over 10k subscribers if I did not 
invest anything into it. Like the mic I'm using, the like boxes behind mm -hmm. me, all of these are investments. And these are just, you know, physical investments. Also the, the knowledge of building a YouTube channel, the time investment, mm -hmm. like all of these are investments. So it's so important if you want to, you know, increase your wealth, it's so important for you to also invest in your knowledge, invest in your equipment, and don't be stingy to yourself because by you not investing in your own business, into your own side hustle, that's you being stingy, stingy to yourself. And that's you not believing in your dream. And so if you don't believe in your dream, who else is going to believe in your dream, mm, right? Because so you true. have to be your biggest fan. You have to be your biggest follower and you have to just 100% wholeheartedly believe in yourself before you create any business, before you make anything happen. Yeah. Beautiful. So let's touch on upon the, the fire movement, financial independence and retire early, um, yeah. share with us your idea about that and what you mm -hmm. agree with and what you don't okay so financial independence retire early i i i agree with the first part of it financial independence i think a lot of people should be going after financial independence so they can be work optional and that is also something that i help my clients with i want them to be work optional i don't want them to have to you know force themselves into quitting their jobs because a lot of my clients they actually love what they're doing and a lot of them get paid really well like software engineers getting paid like mid six figures like it's hard to let go of a job yeah. that pays you mid six figures. Yeah. But then I want it so that if one day they decide that they don't want to do their nine to five anymore, or if one day, one day they, they decide to spend more time with their family and take a break from their job, they can, they have the option to. So work optional is what I want. So that's why I don't really agree with the retire early because retire early kind of has the has a you know illusion that you have to retire and retire gives people the feeling that you have to you know just do nothing sit on your couch all day and that is not something that i personally would enjoy doing i think i'll go crazy if i'm like forced to do nothing i think i would still try to find things to do regardless regardless if i'm like paid or not and so that's why i really like agree with the first part of the fire journey the fi but not really the re mm. but if people start to realize that re is not really like you're just doing nothing re is just work optional then i would agree with the fire moment a lot um fire movement a lot more because work optional is something that i want to do and it's something that i want to help my clients achieve well what would be the next thing for cherry and what is coming up for the community yeah, of course. So what is next is what I kind of touched upon earlier. I'm working on this online course. It's called Corporate to Coach Academy, and it will help corporate employees transition into the coaching world. And it's meant to be a course that you can take even if you're currently working a nine to five, because I realize that a lot of online courses out there, they're really catered towards people who are just, you know, full-time entrepreneurs. Mm. And some of us might feel bad that we can't, you know, take as much you know to-do list and action during that time compared to other people who are just full-time entrepreneurs and you don't want that guilt to stop people from really pursuing their dream and i also don't believe in the mainstream idea of you have to you know quit your job you have to burn all the ship in order for you to start a business i think that's a mainstream thing like just take the leap just yeah. leave nothing behind but um i'm personally not a believer of that there are many things that you know I preach and 
I do that are not mainstream. And I want to be able to shed light to those of us who are working a nine to five. We might not necessarily hate our job terribly. We might not necessarily want to quit right now, but we want the option of developing something, creating something that is for ourselves, by ourselves, that is within our control, that gives us the financial freedom that we always wanted. Right, right. You guys, this has been an amazing time. Uh, Cherry has sh- shed so much light on the things that we're usually afraid of when we at 9 to 5. Just follow her journey. Uh, shares a lot of it and very transparent about her journey. Uh, you can sign up for coaching call with her and let's work together towards money and not be shy away and feeling that it's a taboo to talk about money. Thank you yeah, for being definitely. here today. Thank you so much for having me.